This is Alonzo Bowden, and I want to welcome you to episode 115 of my podcast, Who's Paying Attention? Hmm, what should we talk about this week? Oh, I know. Let's talk about sex. There's a lot going on. So, as you probably have heard by now, Jared Fogel, you know Jared from the Subway ads, um, apparently, well, sandwiches aren't the only things Jared likes small. Jared's not only getting smaller, he's going smaller. Uh, Jared's about to be offered a six inch and a foot long. And there's a bunch of other bad jokes going on. But uh, I'm laughing at the bad jokes, not at what Jared did. Jared is um, now confessed to soliciting sex with minors. And um, he's found to have child porn on his computer. And uh, Jared's in trouble. Jared's plan is to plead guilty. And from what I've read, he will get no less than five years, no more than 12 years in jail. And he has to register as a sex offender, which uh, after the jail term, I think that's kind of a minor penalty, um, minor additional penalty, I should say. His wife is divorcing him. And here's the part that is, is it just me or is this strangely ironic? He has to pay $1.4 million to the 14 underage victims. So the the victims of his sex soliciting, and and they haven't said whether he actually had sex with them or what. He's only admitting to one count of soliciting, one count of child porn. That's the plea deal. But he has to pay them $100,000 each. Is that, is it me again? Or is it strange that you're paying $100,000 each to Kids who were, I guess, underage at the time, maybe still are, maybe aren't, you know, they're going to protect their identities. But you're going to jail for for offering to pay them for sex. And the penalty is you have to pay them money. That just don't sound right to me. I don't know. But uh, but that's Jared's deal. And and that's what's going down. Um, Yes. Subway dropped Jared a long time ago. Subway (laughs) dropped Jared. The first thing. Now, here's a tip, Jared. If you don't want to get caught involved in child pornography, do not hire your best friend, the known child pornographer, to run your charity organization. Again, you can't. Now, it's wrong. okay, and it's one of the worst, if not the worst things you can get involved in or do this sex with a minor. It's, It's horrible. But. Once again, you have the person who is involved in the act and and gets caught because of, of a, you know, publicity. You're a public figure. You're in the public eye. What, what did you think that nobody was going to find this out? You're hanging out with a child pornographer. Jeez. You know, you know, when I got my first tattoo, when I was hanging out with my buddy Dave, who's a tattoo artist, we used to sit in a tattoo shop all day. It was only a matter of time. Jared, this is bad. This is wrong. You're going to jail. Jail's going to be rough. They always say it's roughest on child molesters and you can't hide. Everyone knows. So that's that's that. But but again, the the thing that strikes me as ironic about this, the thing I don't understand is you have to pay money to people that you offered to pay money for sex. The money's supposed to be used for 
counseling and so on. And I, I don't know what happens from here, but that's just a, uh, mm, I don't know. I don't know. So, so Jared's in trouble. Who else is in trouble? Who else is, what other man has followed his wood into trouble? Um, all of us? No, I'm talking public. Oh, okay. Let's talk about Josh Duggar, Duggar, whatever the hell his name is. Josh Duggar, you, you've heard about Josh. Josh was on 19 kids and counting. They were going to count to 20. Then Josh started acting up and the show got canceled. Uh, Duggar, in touch weekly, the magazine, whatever. Duggar was, um, he molested five young girls. Four of them were his own sisters. It, it caused cancellation of the show. They tried to say, oh, you're picking on us because we're a Christian family and a Christian show. And, and I only say Christian like that because... Trust me, this is about the least Christian thing you could do. This is uh, the business of Christianity. This has nothing to do with Jesus. So anyway, they tried to claim that, that they're being picked on and shamed and blah, 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 blah. And Joshua, he's an adult, by the way, and he's um, the the head of some, uh, they come up with all these crazy names that some Christian family values organization. I don't know what the hell it was called. And um, now more is coming out about Josh. Now you've, you've probably heard about this Ashley Madison. If you haven't heard about the case, you've heard about the website. Ashley Madison is a website uh, that basically it's for people to cheat on their marriage, to cheat on their husbands or to cheat on their wives. Now, now, here's the thing about Ashley Madison. It, Ashley Madison is another hookup website, right? They, they, their hook, their, their thing to separate them from, you know, um, adultdating.com or, or any other sex hookup website. Their hook is that, you know, they have a hot girl going, shh, and it's about cheating. Now, now in reality... It's a hookup website, okay? They 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 they've been hacked, and and the hackers threatened that unless they shut the website down, they were going to release the names. And now the hackers have released um, literally millions of names involved in Ashley Madison. Uh, am I on the list? Yeah, probably. I probably clicked on there to see some women on there. I don't know. I never hooked up with anybody's wife on Ashley Madison, and I doubt if anybody did because the numbers on Ashley Madison were uh, 26 million men, 5 million women. So those women were busy. But anyway, um, my point is old Josh Duger had an account on Ashley Madison. But yeah, you know, the family values guy, the 19 kids and counting guy, the good Christian um, gay shouldn't be allowed to get married because of the sanctity of marriage guy, the blah, 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 hypocritical, full of shit guy. He had an Ashley Madison account, but this is what made his different. He had one of the paid accounts, you know, not not the free. I just want to look at p- fake pictures of women who don't really exist on this site account. He had the I'm paying money because I really think I'm a cheat on my wife on this account. So so one more time, and this this goes back to the, you know, we had the spate of um, of of gay men leading fake straight lives, you know, Christian men, pastors, preachers, whatever you want to call them, that all turned out to be gay. 
you know, a few years ago, I said it and everyone saw it. If the louder they yelled about anti-gay marriage, the more likely they were to be gay. You know, and one of them, I don't even remember his name. It's on my last uh, comedy special, which happens to be called Who's Paying Attention? Hmm, I like that title. Anyway, as I said before and I'll say again, he said that he was a man of the Lord, but he was tempted. He was tempted by evil men. I ain't never been tempted by a sweaty man ass. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So now, Josh, you were tempted by Ashley Madison or something else. Listen, man, you, you can't run around talking about family values and blah, 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 and marriage is sacred and gay people are no good and I'm being picked on because I'm a Christian and blah, 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 and have a paid account on Ashley Madison. You, thou shalt not commit adultery. It's one of your top 10. It's one of your top 10. And you didn't just try to violate that one. You paid to try to violate that one. Well, Josh, you're a notch lower on the scale. Not as low as Jared, but definitely a notch lower on the scale. Sex is business. Sex is business. Sex is business. I don't know why we pretend it isn't. I don't know why we pretend it isn't about money. Um, This Ashley Madison, is it a bad thing? I, I don't know. I don't know. Because look, half of marriages end in divorce and blah, blah, blah. There's a bunch of statistics. So I don't know if there should be a website to allow you to specifically allow you to cheat on your your spouse. Is cheating right? No. Cheating is wrong. Cheating is bad. Um, and, and I'm not even talking about the commandments or the immorality or anything like that. I'm talking about the hurt you do to another person. It, it's a bad thing. But who knows? Who knows what the hell's going on out there? I don't know. If, you, if you're going to cheat, go to the Swinger website like everybody else and go to Vegas on Swinger Weekend and have a ball. Josh, you, you're, I don't, hell. Am I giving Josh advice? I'm sorry. How did I slip into that? All right, I'm done. I'm stopping. No more, no more in the hypocrites. We're going to move over to something that we, we as Americans happen to love this. It's bad science. Man, we like bad science. So, I don't know if you've heard about this big news. Um, They've come up with Viagra for women. Somebody did a joke. Oh, yeah, it was me. They've had Viagra for women for years. They call it cash. That was my joke. But apparently, they are really coming out with a drug. There's a drug, and let's see, it's called, the the medical term for it is flibanserin. Okay, Uh, flibanserin is to cure female sexual dysfunction, whatever that is. That means she don't want yours. She ain't on Ashley Madison because she don't want none, not even yours. So I guess five years ago, the FDA did not approve this drug. This drug was invented. And and I'm looking at the article. I'm trying to, uh, okay, here it is. So uh, in 2010, the FDA rejected flibanserin uh, because, well, it was invented by a German pharmaceutical company, Boehringer Ingelheim. Yeah, my German is pretty bad. The FDA unanimously rejected it, calling it serious risk and minimal benefits unacceptable. By the way, one of the risks of this drug, one of the side effects is unexpected fainting. Yeah, you could just pass out. I know you want to do a a joke about Cosby and wishing he had this drug when he was in his heyday. No, I'm not doing that joke. I'm saying unexpected fainting. 
she might drown in the Cialis tub. Anyway, drugs not approved, serious risks, minimal benefits, unacceptable. Five years later, the exact same drug, the ex- not, a, not one chemical change, it's approved. Why? Because now they've got Sprout Pharmaceuticals, a Raleigh, North Carolina-based company <laughs> dedicated to, quote, breakthrough first in women's sexual health. Yeah, basically what they did, the German company could, didn't know how to sell it in the U.S. The American company does. So they went to the FDA with the exact same drug and an ad campaign called even the score. They said that the FDA rejection isn't science-based, it's gender inequality. Women deserve a drug too to help them with sex. There are 26, this is their thing, there's 26 drugs marketed for the treatment of male sexual dysfunction compared to zero for the female sexual dysfunction. Now keep in mind, these drugs like Viagra and Cialis and all of them, There's like a physical dysfunction on men. Like you can't get it up. This isn't a thing with women. This is just women who are tired of sex, don't want to have sex, lowered libido, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so these, so, so Sprout took this drug to the FDA and they know how to work it. They went in, they had, had people showing up saying, men showing up saying that, Hey, we need this drug because if I can't have sex with my wife, I'm going to divorce her. They had um, women showing up and crying. They they had they had people cheering, literally cheering. Like <laughs> I'm reading this article, they were apparently cheering like it was a football game. We need this drug. We need this drug. We need this. I wonder if they brought hot cheerleaders. Do you bring hot cheerleaders to cheer for a woman's sexual dysfunction drug? Nah, you bring the thunder from down under. You know those pretty men from Las Vegas. Anyway. <laughs> The FDA approved the drug, okay? Nothing, nothing changed about the drug, okay? Known side effects, dizziness, low blood pressure, fainting. Um, Hell, they said you're three times more likely taking this drug to get into a car crash. Why? Because you might be driving along and just faint. That was me fainting on podcasts. So (laughs) I don't know if this is a victory for women's health or a victory for for what, but it it is it's it's almost comical that and this shows that the FDA nothing to do. This has nothing to do with science. Why do we as a nation have a rejection of science? We just don't like it. But there's going to be it's released October 17th. And I wonder if the ad is going to be during an NFL game, you know, because there's big push for, you know, Viagra and Cialis and all of those during football games. And October 17th is the heart of the football season. I wonder if there'd be some kind of ad like, hey, fellas, is she sitting in the other room not watching the game? Bored? Is halftime coming up? Well, you might want to give her a little. Phil Banserin. And uh, and also in this age of Cosby, is it good to come up with a drug that makes women want to have more sex? Hmm. I don't know. So that's it. Sex is the big thing this week. That's what that's what I'm talking about. But uh, that's not all I'm talking about. You know, very quickly while we're on the subject of science. And this is just something I kind of uh, enjoyed because, you know, they, they predict the weather and, you know, they guess. And we all know they guess they they're making it up as they go. But 
This may be this year. El Nino may be the strongest in 50 years. Now, for those who don't know, El Nino is not a Mexican trying to sneak into the United States. Mr. Trump, there's no need to build your fence. El Nino is a weather inversion, a weather system that occurs when water temperatures rise above normal across the central and eastern Pacific Ocean. Water temperatures in the ocean go up. There's a hell of a lot more rain, particularly in the, in the well, in the West, there's in L.A., San Francisco, Phoenix. A few years ago, well, now it's, it's almost 10 years ago, uh, there was an El Nino and... This one was, wow. I mean, but no, I'm sorry, almost 20 years ago, 97, 98. Man, time's flying. Anyway, they, there was flooding in California. There was tons of snow in the Sierra Mountains and blah, blah, blah. But the, the thing is, we're coming off a drought. We're in California. It's been a, been a drought for years. So if there's El Nino and there's a lot of rain and it fills up the lakes and it fills up the reservoirs, that might be a good thing. The problem is it doesn't only rain on lakes and reservoirs. It floods cities and so on and so forth. So they're saying that a, that a big El Nino might be coming this winter. It's going to be a lot of water. We need water. We just didn't need it all at once. I'm curious as to how this is going to play out. I don't know if this is real science or women's Viagra science. Maybe there's a lot of water coming and we're all going to faint. Wait a minute. We can't faint. Jared's running around out there. What about the children? Just throwing it out there. We always have to say, what about the children? Um, summer's almost over. And, and like I said, football season has started. Preseason, again, I said it last week. I'll say it again. There was a big brawl at a Cowboys practice this week. Football players are once again beating up football players. That's growth. I'm happy with that. I'm fine with that. But um, a very interesting article I read. We've all heard about participation trophies, right? We all know about, you know, um, I think it started with kids soccer. Uh, It's also done with Little League. When ESPN isn't televising the Little League World Series, which they're doing again right now, which I just I can't stand it. I can't stand the pressure and fame put on these little kids and I can't stand the money made off of these little kids. Let them just be kids They're they're 11 and 12 years old. Let them just play baseball. Why do we have to make superstars out of them? Monet Davis. It was a great run last year. But what if that doesn't work out? And she's horribly depressed because this year she's not in the news and next year she won't be in the news and so on. I, I don't know, but I don't believe in televising Little League Baseball, but I do believe in playing Little League Baseball and playing kids sports. Well, James Harrison, who plays for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, he had an interesting take on this. He, he is, his sons are eight and six. And they received participation trophies for being on the team. And this is what he wrote. And I'm quoting him. I came home to find out that my boys received two trophies for nothing. Participation trophies. While I'm very proud of my boys for everything they do and will encourage them till the day I die, these trophies were given back until they earn, he wrote that in capital letters, a real trophy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for believing that everything in life should be earned. I'm not about to raise two boys to be men by making them believe that they are entitled to something just because they tried their best. Sometimes your best trying your best isn't good enough. That should drive you to want to do better, not cry and whine until somebody gives you something to shut up and keep you happy. And he hashtagged at Harrison Family Values. I think that's great. I think it's great. He's teaching his kids 
that you have to earn a trophy, that you get trophies for winning and you don't get trophies for losing or for just being there. And and that's good because we probably need to learn more of that. Now, there's going to be a ton of backlash, I'm sure, on this. They're going to say he's no good and he's hurting his kid's self-esteem and this and that. Is he an extreme competitor? No doubt. You do not make it to professional sports. You don't make it to any professional sport without being an extreme competitor. But I don't think this is a bad thing. Good for him for teaching his kids that as an adult, you have to earn it. Okay, some inherit it, but most of us have to earn it. Um, and, and that's that. And, and, and I, I hope his kids learn and maybe we all learn. Not saying that that kids should, you know, we're not we're not going back to the old military coaching of kids where we would yell at them and curse at them. And, you know, the crazy parent in the stands who's obsessed and we're not going to that extreme. We're just saying that. How about we get trophies? For, for winning or trophies for, for, you know, scoring the most runs or, or getting the most yards or doing whatever, you know, for, for being the best, to give them a goal to work for rather than just showing up. Uh, Mitch Hedberg, a brilliant comic who died way too young, had a great joke, and I'm paraphrasing, not quoting, but he said, I used to work for, you know, really hard at sports until I found out you can buy a trophy. That's a hilarious joke. Sorry, I didn't do it any justice. Rest in peace, Mitch. You're still funny. Moving on in sports. And, and this is OK. If your kid does play sports, if your kid wants to be a pro athlete, if he's going for it, go for the NBA. How great a week have NBA players had? First, Steph Curry plays golf around the golf with uh, President Barack Obama, and he comes out saying that Barack Obama talks a lot of trash on the golf course. And then Chris Paul plays a pro-am with Tiger Woods. How cool is that? How cool is that? You, you're in the NBA. You're an NBA all-star. In Steph Curry's case, you're an NBA champ. And, you know, what you do in the offseason? Oh, I play golf with the president. Hey, Chris, what would you do in the offseason? I played golf with Tiger Woods. No longer the greatest golfer in the world. Actually, he's around 200th or something. But he's still Tiger Dam Woods. He was the best there at bed for a long time. He held number one. And I'm not going to go into it. I, I, I hate watching the decline of Tiger as a golfer, but I understand it. He's got a bad back and he's getting older. And I cannot stand the, the golf announcers and the way they talk about him like he was never any good or like a glad he's washed up. Really? Really? All of that money in golf is because of Tiger, okay? But I'm not going to go into that. I'm just saying that when it comes to off-seasons, man, you want to be in the NBA. How about LeBron? How about LeBron in Trainwreck? Have you seen that movie? LeBron is legitimately funny in the movie Trainwreck. And we all know about Blake Griffin and his hilarious commercials. How about Charles Barkley in retirement? Hilarious, making money, announcing games, and gambling. What a life. Listen, NBA is the way to go. That's all I'm saying. If you got a kid, toss that kid a basketball and tell him to start growing. Um, That's it for me this week. That's who's paying attention. It is summertime. I'm about to get on my bike. I'm riding up to Rancho Cordova. I'm going to be at Tommy T's in Rancho this weekend. Next Friday, the 28th, I'm going to be at Harris in Las Vegas. And Labor Day weekend, the official end of summer. Summer never ends in California. Till El Nino hits, then it gets washed away. I'm going to be at Parlor Live in Bellevue, Washington. Yeah, I'm going to be up in Seattle area. And while I'm there, I'm going to talk to Microsoft about getting a Zoom because whatever the hell Apple's doing with iTunes, it ain't working for me. 
This is Alonzo saying who's paying attention and appreciating the fact that you are. Keep laughing. I'll see you out there.